What the is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beers and. Today, we're going to be talking about beers and das is Brandevein. Ooh, yeah. Welcome back to the show, part of the show where you just learned a little something. Did you know you were going to learn Dutch today? And a little German, too. And a little German, if you're following we along. We think. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome back to Beer's End. Alex and Nick here Hello. with you today on this uh, sweltering hot, sweltering hot Jersey summer day. Seventy. It's not seventy. No, I mean it's episode seventy. Oh, episode seventy. Number hey, seventy. That's, um, way more than I imagined we would make it to. Not that you I know, thought we would fail right away, but no, I would have expected that we would have failed eventually, but not uh, you know. Not after, but we're, but but we're still we're here now. We're still here. Right. So uh, episode seventy. So you guys know what that means. It is a it's a cocktail, cocktail episode. So today we're doing brandy, 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 brandy. Would be Dutch for brandy. Um, and we're having and, a good old fashioned classic. And we're having a lovely Icarus beer. Oh yeah, a lovely. Oh, Icarus I'm sorry. Beer. You were going to say, say a classic cocktail. sidecar. Classic sidecar. Yes, a sidecar cocktail. Which, if Very you're not familiar excited. with, we will explain it to you later. But we're going to get into the beer first, as we always do. Yeah. So we have a um, an Icarus offering today. It's a double dry hopped, uh, double imperial IPA. New England style, hazy style. Because mm-hmm. if it's not hazy, send it back. We don't want it. Exactly. Uh, you know us. This is called For the Story. Um, so this is a heavily oated Northeast IPA. Nick's favorite adverb. Copiously dry hopped with mm. lupulin citra, Columbus, and lupulin mosaic. And then it is uh, double dry hopped with Styrian dragon. Ah, uh, yes. So that's a new one for us. Um, I'm not going to look it up. I'm going to see if we can just get the notes. Yeah, let's just see what because, we can do. Because that's what we do here. Um, you can come see the beer. Uh, come follow us on Instagram at Beers and Podcast. And you can come follow us over on TikTok at the same thing. And uh, come on over and watch, see us on YouTube at Beers and Podcast. Very nicely done. Nicholas. Very nicely done. Nicholas. Excited to get into the beer today. Excited to try a new hop. I am too, Alexander. That, that we're not familiar with. No, don't do that. Yeah, yeah I was going to uh, say. Uh, come on. And you know what comes with a new beer is a new question of the I day. I hope so. I'm excited for it. <laughs> if you could change the color of the Blue Man Group, what would you change them to? Green. That was the consensus at my apartment. Was it really? Yeah, green. Yeah, I feel like because it would still be close. <laughs> way and, too fast. Yeah, I feel like it'd be green because I think they would look like aliens then, and that'd be funny. Uh, I feel like it would always look like they're going to get sick. Um, okay. Yeah, they are sick. I, I like the way they just look sick. green. Green feels so the way we we talked about it at the apartment, Christina and I was. It needs to be a color that like the paint pops still. Yeah, and that blue is a very dark blue, but they use the bright, you know, the yellow, the pink, the red, the orange. I'm not. Paint. What is the goddamn appeal of the Blue Man Group? That they're blue. Abadi abadai. Oh, that's right. If I were green, I would die. Oh no. Are we doing them in? Are we killing the Blue Man group? I forgot that was a thing. <coughs> oh, God, I got all choked up for a second. We were in middle school and it was, if I were green, I would die. No, that's clearly not. Is it not the is, lyric? Is that the lyric? Let's no, see. Let's, let's, get some, let's get this down on the record. I believe if, it, if I were green, I would die. I'm blue lyrics. Okay, yo, listen if up. I were green, I would die. I forgot. Um, Listen up, yo. No, it's, 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 is... it's I'm blue, daba dee, daba die. God, how much ecstasy did those <laughs> kids in uh, in the 90s go ahead and literally, gobble up? Literally half of the lyrics in the song are daba dee, daba die. You know what? Why are we going to hate on them? Because we worship the ground that the Beatles walk on, and they wrote obla dee, obla die, that's, and everyone was like, oh, the geniuses. That's fair. That's fair. And they said it like that, too. They did. They, they did. Geniuses. Obla dee, obla die. <laughs> that sounds like Ringo. Ugh. God. I, 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 I don't want to. So Okay, so something I didn't say about this beer um, that is important that I would like to mention. Part of all the proceeds from this can go toward the New York City Memorial Stair Climb in memory of those who lost their lives on September 11th and since. You know what? I think that's always a, uh, it's always a good, good reason to give, especially if it's directly to those involved. Especially, and again, we won't go off on a tangent, but especially in the wake of the way that... Uh, Vets and, and those that were present on 9-11 were recently just treated by our wonderful government. What are you uh, referencing? I'm, maybe I'm not following. Oh, so I guess it was about a week ago, earlier this week, late last week, that they were supposed to extend health care benefits to, oh, to folks. Vets? Well, to vets specifically who had gotten sick as a result of being exposed to burn pits uh, in oh. Afghanistan and Iraq. And those first oh, responders shoot. in 
New York, um, again, who unfortunately, again, were exposed to so many burning things on September 11th, they were supposed to have extended benefits given. Uh, yeah. It was voted on and passed by the Senate. Um, it had to just go back, I believe, to the House for like a quick change in terms of like verbiage. Nothing changed. It went back to the Senate and Senate Republicans had blocked it. What the hell? Bro? Yeah. Yeah, 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 John Stewart does a wonderful, wonderful uh, piece on it. The he's guy, a, he's a big advocate, huge. Advocate. I love. First off, I love John Stewart. So do I. Yeah, he so he really um, Jersey guy. Is he? Yeah, oh, baby, that makes sense. Yeah, I see that. I see that. You know the the uh, the dude who runs the Conk Republic can 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 fire upon the U.S. Army and then get billions of dollars in federal aid. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you know how to work the law. Yep, absolutely. You're, you're good. Absolutely. But if you went ahead and you tried to dig people out on the 11th, sucks to suck, says Mitch McConnell. There's, you know, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like the, uh, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but like the... We haven't even had a drink yet. We have not. We'd, we probably need one. But like the, the healthcare heroes of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And you know, now they're the ones that chose to not be vaccinated were pushed out of jobs or... Everything. So, Whenever they see, I love when they point point out the uh, the like the like GoFundMe accounts that like, oh my goodness, yeah. this person raised two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They were only asking for ten for like you know treatment for X Y Z, and it's like the, the we should not be impressed by this. We should be horrified. Yeah. They just they also just recently uh, today, with you know didn't put a cap on insulin because you know those folks that needed to live. Oh, they yeah they did. Away oh with really? That. Yeah. So the oh, cap cool. of thirty five. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that. it like insanely expensive as it is to uh, begin with? Yeah, statistically speaking, like one after, of the more expensive drugs after food and uh, housing expenses, uh, diabetics often report spending upwards of forty percent of their remaining income on insulin. Per that month. is insane. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep. God, we, I need America. A beer. Yeah, let's try this. Let's try this beer, shall we? For the story. For the story. Let me tell you before I even tell you what I tasted. As soon as I put it up to my I was going to say I got a taste before I got a even. big, fruity whiff of something. Specifically for me, mango pineapple. Is that what it is? I'm getting a lot of those nice, rich yeah. summer fruits. Huge tropical flavor. Very, very Ooh, tropical. Syrian dragon coming through with the, with the tropical heat. Do we think that's what the, the Syrian dragon is mm. exactly? So I actually think it's a little bit of like a, a fruitier note on the end. Yes. Because I get... A little berry The mosaic, yeah. I get the mosaic, which is fruity the in the beginning fruit. sometimes. Yep. And the citra, you know, we get the citra all the time. Uh, Columbus is more of a bittering hop in my experience. So I do think that the, the Styrian dragon and the, the lupulin, I hate that word. Lupulin? Lupulin mosaic really give a lot of the oomph as far as the fruity flavor is. Almost a little bit, you know, um, if that is the case, it's a little bit of uh, like strawberry as well. Like a strawberry... Passion fruit, I'm getting a berry mango. mango yep. Yeah. Ooh, it's very delightful. And then it has like a nice clean finish. Like it's not super. The Columbus. Bitter. Yeah, I was gonna say the Columbus is really throttled it's not back. Bitter. Yeah, it's not yeah, that which bitter. is very very nice. It's almost like piney or like uh, sprucey. A little like a little like juniper yeah. sort of like yeah, yeah, berry. Yeah. Yep. It is very nice. It's not what I would expect for something that's also being described as heavily oated. It doesn't. Have, oated. It's not a very. It's not a warm beer. It's not a warm no. IPA. It's very crisp. It's very, it's very smooth. light. Mm-hmm. Very it's like fresh. well-balanced. Um, I'm impressed round by mouth this. Feel. Yeah, this is a good one. You'd be surprised to know this is an 8.2% IPA. Well, no wonder why. Just the, the, the fumes in the air were getting us all mouthy at this the, point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like this quite a bit. I've got to say, you know, I am, I am pretty impressed by it. It's interesting because I think... I genuinely like it. I love the cause that it's for. I I feel like for some reason the imagery and the marketing for it are not that they, they don't match. I could see why if, you would say you that. Know, not that I would want something that would be like I don't know. Like what does this beer taste like? Nine eleven. Like I don't want a nine eleven. Like you know what this beer makes me think well, of. I think I think even the name like for the story. Like if there wasn't a, a firefighter on the front. I would that, never, yeah. Right, I would, that would have never alluded to me the fact that that's what this was for. True, true. It's also been, because of the condensation, it's also been slowly sliding in the wind uh, in the background. Is it? It's been, move, it's been turning, oh, actually, ghost, and facing me, and it's, yeah, it's ghost canning me right can. now. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to 
speak ill of of <laughs> you know, 9/11. You know, I would um I'd, to like keep going with that. What if they would have named it Ladder Nine or like Ladder Eleven? Oh, or, I like Ladder know, Nine better than Ladder, ladder 11. Nine, right? Yeah, I like Ladder Nine. That yeah, I think, I think that'd be that a good name better. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about for the story. I'm not. I'm not. Because when I see that, I think of Instagram. Oh you know, like yeah, for the, for for the, the gram. gram. Yeah, yeah like that's, that's what, I think what the of. kids say, right? That's what, that's, what the kids that's say. That's what the kids say. Whatever. That Can we is. get a kid in here? Can we get a kid in Ethan. here. Ethan. Ethan. Damn it. Oh, Where's he, my matcha he's, latte? He's, I was just gonna say he's out getting us lattes right about now. Oh boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little. I'm not gonna let the marketing and the story or the story look and the name necessarily get in the way. Um, simply based on the flavor itself and the taste, I would go in for a couple of these. I'm going to go with four, four, five. That's solid. Like, I feel like this would be really good on tap. Very, very really nice. Really tasty. Very, very nice. That's actually a lot higher than I thought you were, were going to go. Yeah. I, there's something I like summer fruits. I like that summer flavor, but without it being kitschy, like there's still something yeah. that's very nice and refined about this, which I appreciate. Right. You know, I think as it's warming up, and it's warming up very quickly, might I add. Um, I, I don't getting, have central air. Okay. We get it. I'm getting a big stone fruit hit right in the beginning. Some more of that apricot, coconut, peach. or apple. Yeah, something. Yeah. Something, I don't know why I always think it's coconut. I don't know why. I don't know if that's also again this Syrian dragon. It might not be. It might not be. It might no. not be. But it. it, it oh, you know what's so bizarre? You're right. Yeah. I'm getting a little like big coconut. Stone fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's I'm the still coconut stone fruit. I don't think so. I no. would count it. Okay, it's hard as a rock. Yeah, that is true. I I don't think it is though. But just like a pineapple is an apple of the pine. So what are we gonna what are we gonna vote on? <laughs> what what kind of number are we gonna go on? I'm gonna on be this? a little under you. I'm gonna be right uh, like ten points under four three five. Okay, all right. I can I'm like right those. around you. I, there's something about it that is keeping me from giving it a higher grade, and I think it's I would like the the fruit flavor a little more forward. Okay. I think, yeah. I, or, or a little more pine. You see, and I think like to your point about it being perhaps on tap, I would like something that's got a little bit more um, carbonation to it. Just a little bit. Just make it a little bit more effervescent. I think it would tie it all up nicely. Yeah. You Just know, drop an Alka-Seltzer in and we'll call ooh, it a day. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I love Alka-Seltzer. It's <laughs> a weird thing even like for me to say. I feel like that's bad for, that's bad for the beer. Yeah. Well. That's, you know, Nick... That's bad for the brand. That's bad for the brand? We're moving over to Brandy. Oh, what a smooth segue. Did you know that Brandy was made by distilling wine? To be honest with you, I really did not. Okay, so Brandy is one of the six base liquors. Vodka, gin, rum, brandy, tequila, whiskey. Isn't bourbon? I thought there were seven. I think... I thought it was six. I, I think whiskey be, I, and bourbon are separate, I are believe. They, are they separate? I, if I'm not mistaken, I could have swore that they were. We're going to check that right now so I don't have to party foul next week. Um, this, there are six. Okay. Uh, well, Brandy, so, gin, rum, tequila, vodka, whiskey. So I'll I just guess, party foul on the spot. I guess bourbon is, uh, is considered like a, a variant I'm of not, whiskey. I don't have the ability to do so, but I'm going to go back in our conversations, and I'm pretty sure that you were the one that initially said seven, and that's why I went really? with it. Yeah. Oh. Well, right, well, so okay. Now that I've made this a very hostile just, environment, just, uh, you know, I didn't hear the uh, I didn't hear the bus when you were backing over me just now. <laughs> well, look alive, buddy! One of the six base liquors. Um, so actually, because it's distilled, you know, you can make it from wine. I think it might be the only base liquor that's made from another alcohol. Oh, it might actually. Uh, well, that's not true because I think liqueurs are all made from the six base liquors. Yeah, but like in terms of of like the of, base of the, seven, of the it's made for yeah. Like <laughs> you just keep saying seven. Oh well, shit, that one I didn't know on purpose either. Fuck. But yeah, but so it's so it's distilled. It can be distilled from wine. I like brandy actually. So I've never had it like by itself, and we're we're gonna have this lovely um, curvassier. This cava- sidecar curvassier. Yeah, and uh, I've only ever had brandy in a sidecar. This will only be my second time. So, for folks that are not aware, cheers, uh, a sidecar is brandy. Specifically, Ooh. it should be like a cognac. Cognac. Camel, you know, it's a... Sidecar is a French drink. Exactly. Très French. Très French. Uh, some Contreau and 
lemon juice. Yeah, so Cointreau is an orange uh, liqueur. Mm -hmm. And lemon juice is uh, the juice of a lemon. Juice of lemon, for those of you that are not familiar. So cheers. I I got a huge whiff of it when I... And man, oh, the lemon. Oh, I fucking love this. Oh my God, if I could bathe in this, I would. That is a tasty drink. I want... It is very warm in here because it should... If this was still cold... It was ice. It it was was cold. This would have been delicious. Let me tell you, if I could, oh, I would swim in this. I want to make this into a scent. Yeah. <laughs> what is it that you're wearing, sir? Oh, this sidecar. Wait, 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 wait. By Lush. So, <laughs> now that I'm drinking this for the first time, like... I feel like I've had it before. I've definitely had one other one. I will say that the sugared rim, I think, is essential. Yeah, I know that I... I we, next time... Next time, you know what it actually tastes like a little bit to me? Arnold Palmer half and half. You know half. what it definitely does. Yeah, it one hundred percent does. It Just tastes a like a, like a lemonade iced tea. It does. I love it. I'm not mad at that. Can I tell you a little bit about the sidecar, if anything? Oh, I, I wish you would. Oh, uh, well, wonderful. Sit back then, relax, and enjoy the uh, enjoy the show. Tell your friends about us. Like, subscribe. Um, so, as I mentioned uh, to you when we were kind of making it before, it is considered to actually be one of the more difficult cocktails to make by. Uh, bartenders so at, interesting well the ratios to make it right are needed to ensure like a good level of sweetness because if you think about it you put a little bit too much lemon juice in there it's going to be a little too sour definitely you don't put enough contro in there it's going to be a little bit like it's going to have Reason that bitter sweetness. bite exactly yeah. so it could be kind of tricky i think i did a pretty good job i think I you must, did a bang up i was going to say if i say so myself you know I've, i think i've seen it not to cut you off with uh, like an egg white like a foam I believe that that's called a Remy sidecar specifically. Oh, it has a different... Um, yeah, they're, yeah, it's like oh. a different iteration. So the, it's unclear, actually, of the origins, uh, though it was invented sometime at the end of World War I in either London or Paris. I did see that. Yes. I didn't do any research, but I did for my own mind. Knowledge, I want right? to know. So apparently, so it's actually the Ritz Hotel in Paris that claims to be the origin of the drink. Um, and... They claimed that it was inspired by an army captain at the end of the war and named after the motorcycle that he had used. He had a sidecar affixed to the, uh, oh. to the motorcycle. Uh, according to some, the drink had many more ingredients at first, but were really? slowly phased out. And it's actually considered to be a daiquiri, but with brandy as the base oh, instead yeah, of rum. Oh, yeah, I guess technically. Exactly. And uh, Contro used as a sweetener in lieu of simple syrup. Fun stuff, right? You just blew my mind a little bit. I thanks. <laughs> taste it and tell me that it doesn't taste no, like a daiquiri, you're absolutely then, right? right? Like a strawberry daiquiri. One hundred percent does, without the strawberry at all. Yeah, we're keeping things light and punchy here. I, I love it. Um, okay, so you actually cut me off, but that's okay. I thought I did. I thought I did. I kind of knew I did, but so I went okay. for it anyway. I let you do it anyway. You know why? Because I'm a good friend and I love you. It's number seventy. It's all right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We, we've we've uh, we've we've done this dance sixty nine times. You before. and I have tangoed sixty nine times. Nice. Okay. Anyway, distilled from wine. Mm. Um, interesting that it is distilled from another alcohol. Very. Yes. So what happens, or like what I should say, it tastes like, I, like I've never had brandy by itself, so I did some reading. Yeah. And it supposedly mostly and primarily tastes like fruity, burnt wine with an oaky finish. I would very much agree with that. Like an oaky backbone, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. Uh, I actually have come to like the like taste or scent of oak. Yes, especially as time, like you said, has gone by. Like, I've been that basic white bitch before that has asked me, like, do you have an oaky Chardonnay? I prefer a buttery Chardonnay. Oh, you like a buttery Chardonnay? I like, a, buttery I like Chardonnay. an oaky Chardonnay. Yes. So, um, you know, like with the other base liquors, there are obviously, like, variations within the style. And most of the time, like Cognac, they, it's be, they have to be brewed in the region Yes, that they're, that the style comes from. But other than that, there are no worldwide uh, regulations oh. as far as its um, distillation process. Hmm. So, like, it's typically aged in oak, which is where it gets the oaky finish. Yeah. And it's often blended, which I didn't know. So, they'll, oh. take, they'll take a bunch of different and then blend them together. And that's how you get a lot of the, uh, 
the finer variations of it. So when I was at the liquor store, and it's interesting that you mentioned it, so that's why there's there were a number of different varieties based on that were the same kind of uh, brand, if anything. That's why I think you see VS, right. VSOP, and things along those lines. Yes. Ask us what they mean. Did you do the research? I don't know what they mean, but you I have some I, of the styles. I'm slurring a little. Right? <laughs> it's the I slurred that. It's the cocktail. I wasn't, wasn't going to point it out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's Monday. In in our world, sure. In our world, yes. Yeah, as you, when you see Ooh. this, you'll be in the future. Oh, I apologize. On Tuesday. <laughs> so some of the styles that uh, Nick is sampling, one of them right now. Uh, we have cognac. Mm-hmm. Armagnac. Oh, okay. Which I hadn't heard of until today, or um, until I did this research. Pisco. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. One that we're familiar with, Grappa. Grappa is considered a brandy. Considered a brandy, yep. Huh. And I'm actually going to talk a little bit about grappa later. And then my this might be my favorite um, way to say it, eau de vie. Oh, eau de vie. We prob- you probably heard that before. I didn't yeah. know that was a brandy style I don't, either. I definitely didn't. And, and, I didn't I know that, that grappa technically was. I mean, it makes Had sense. Had no idea. But I did not realize it. So it, Italy makes a lot of grappa. Gra- yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I thought it was a, a Spanish drink. Oh, no. I've had like, yeah, Italian. And grappa but, usually like... Strong. When we were firewater. When I was in Italy with my cousin, I'll never forget this as long as I live. Because of the fact that, you know, I guess I at least spoke, so they sat us down. We didn't get a menu. It was just meat or fish. So I said, You order the meat, I'll have the fish, you know. Go through the whole meal. Four hours later, they come over with um a tray of like after dinner drinks. And the kid, Lorenzo, I'll never forget, because it was his like 19th birthday and he comes over and he puts down this tray and it's got like grappa lemoncello and something else that was like black like a um like an anise liqueur no it was more like a like a fernet oh okay but just full bottles and just puts it down and just goes okay see it like have what you want we're like okay my cousin and i drank this grappa we stumbled 60 oh my god it's all but, but we were like do you think they're going to charge us for all this? Like, dude, what do you think we got to do? He's like, I don't know. Just drink it. We'll see what happens at the end. The entire meal was like 60 bucks a pop. That's awesome. Oh, it was beautiful. That was awesome. Sorry. So you're going to gonna find this interesting because yeah. one of our favorite shows, mutual favorite show, Archer. Yes. They talk, he talks about Grappa all the time. Yes. There's an episode where he lights it on fire. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll get there. So in the 16th century, Brandy kickstarted the cross-Atlantic trade um, between Portugal, Africa, and I believe the um, the colonies, but I could be wrong because they might not have been there at that point. Okay. Um, but it took over as Portugal's main like form of fortified wine because oh. they realized that it was A, higher in alcohol content. Yeah. And B, it was easier to transport across the seas. Yeah. That would so, make sense. So, but interesting of why, and I'm going to get to it in a second. So that was on the Portugal side. The canoemen and the guards on the African side of the trade got paid in the, se- the very same brandy that they were helping ship. Oh, oh my God. That just sounds like such a fuck. That, that's like mining dollars. It, it sounds or... like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess you could say like that'd be like mining for diamonds and getting paid in diamonds, but I would want that. Well, no, no, no. I meant more of like how like you used to like work for a mining company and they would give you, you would get paid in like the mining dollars that you could only use at like mining stores. Oh, that's and awful. Not, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't That's, know about that. Oh, dude, Appalachia or Appalachia in like the the 18th and 19th century. Yeah, or 19th and 20th century. Yeah. Everyone's always trying to. Oh, someone else. Absolutely. You know, we got to start doing that. We're. I think we're too nice for that. I don't know. I feel like I'll. I'll listen, I'm already flirting with disaster. If I start doing that, well, I'm gonna get hit by a bus immediately. <laughs> The bus that I'm would, driving that backed over you, would, I'm oh, going to somehow... Someone's going to hit you by I'm It's going to be me. I'm going to come back I'm not going to put it in park properly. <laughs> I'm going to go and check the, the headlights. It's going to lurch forward. Yeah, it's going to be I'm going to rewire it so you try and turn it on and just like the windshield wipers start going and the water starts shooting out. It's that conversation we had once where like if you can reincarnate anything. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe it was Danny. I told him Oh, I would, yeah, we might have. I told him I would always come back as a toaster that oh, no, burned we toast. Oh, no, we definitely about that. That is hysterical. What a way to F you someone. I said, I go, no matter what, I'll always come back as a toaster and I'll burn your toast. You'll never have time. unburnt toast. Yep. <laughs> okay. So originally, why they chose to use wine as a way to distill brandy 
was a way to avoid a higher tax as they were transporting it. So in distillation, during the distillation, it lo- the brandy loses water. Yeah. So their plan was to put water back into it just before it's consumed. Oh. So they like cheated. It's kind of like a cheeky way to do it. You know, they cheated the system. Yeah. And then and then they would put it back in, I guess, to cut the... I guess to cut well, it. Yeah, because if you think about it, grappas usually serve like in a... Almost like in a, a, a small, like little oh, shot yeah. glass-esque... And they give you water back, yeah. right? Yep. Oh, you're talking about... Yes, sorry. Yeah. I saw no, that for a no you're, <laughs> you're good. Uh, in addition to the loss of water, there were also new aromatic compounds created in the brandy, while others were also destroyed and dissipated. So technically, brandy has an entirely new chemical composition than the source that it came from. Oh. Because of the way that it's... Um, because of the way that it's made. So, okay, so this is straight from the 1728 edition. Hey, shut up down shut there. Shut up down there. Relax. It's not Se- a big deal. 1728 edition of... Oh, that's actually quite loud. Cyclopedia. Thank you for listening. No, you know what that was? That was, I didn't want to wait at the red light. Yeah, accurate. Fuckers. 1728 edition of Cyclopedia. Oh. AKA a Universal Dictionary of Arts and Sciences. Okay. Okay. So a curcubit, cur- cucurbit which is uh, also known as an alembic. Okay, either way, if you refer to my mother as such ever which again, just, I'll smack you right in the mouth. Which is just a two-part still. Oh, again. That's all. <laughs> two parts still, Nick, two parts. Um, was filled half full of the liquor from which brandy was to be drawn, mm-hmm. so wine, and then raised with a little fire until about one-sixth part was distilled, so I guess evaporated, or until... That which falls into the receiver was entirely flammable. This liquor distilled only once was called spirit of wine or brandy, purified by another distillation or several more. This was, uh, this was then called spirit of wine rectified. The second distillation was made in, these are called, sorry, bear with me, a Bain Marie, which is a, it's almost like a copper pot but a big one yeah and it's used to either keep things at a warmer temperature for a long amount of time think like a salamander in a restaurant oh okay or like um bring things up to temperature so they can be used in the distillation process oh okay so the opposite of i believe what is referred to as like a bay which it keeps things cold yes okay yes uh and also in a glass curcubit this time and the liquor was distilled to about one half the quantity okay so you heard me talk about another distillation right so apparently the distillation was like an extended and troublesome process. So they cut it out eventually when a new chemical instrument was invented to like help this process. And then you, I know you heard me say this, they light it on fire. I was just going to say, I like how the first distillation round, they were like, how is it? Well, like, well, it, it, it's essentially a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Holy shit. Wait, wait. So, like, so get this. So okay. this is how they check if it's good or not after it's been distilled. So what they would do, and apparently this was a good way to do it until they decided not to, you would light it on fire, and if the entire, uh, all of the contents of the brandy that you're trying to light on fire lit on fire, then it's good to go. You're fine. Until another better test was discovered, I guess. So they would put a little bit of gunpowder in the spirit. What? What are they doing? Then they would light the spirit on fire. And then after that, if the gunpowder can still be ignited, the spirit was deemed good. There are accurately a lot of criticisms to the internet and its existence and the way that it influences what we do and don't do in life. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is is life before the internet was. What if we go ahead and just see if this, this drink we're trying to make... What if we go ahead and blow it up and see if it's ready? Got a totally light on fire. Yeah. Is it good? Is it yeah. on fire all the way? Perfect. Yeah. Bottle that shit. You know Let's what? sell it. Let's put a little gunpowder in there. And uh, if that doesn't explode, we'll be okay. Mon ami, it's a brandy. Light it on fire. Who cares? I don't give a shit. Do you, <laughs> do you remember when we were like in high school and... Uh, E-bombs world. Fires and lit Yes. Of and, course. End of the world. End of the world. Okay. But, so, t- but the, I'm lit tired. But I'm lit tired. Oh, yeah. We'll take a nap and then fire the missiles. Fire the missiles. Yeah, I can listen to that all the time. So good. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, you know, light, lighting alcohol on fire is a, not just a uh, Molotov cocktail um, incident of 
Happenstance, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was also to go ahead and get us this delicious drink, which is clearly, clearly having an impact Doing on my job. day. I'm, 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 this, this is that, delicious. This is delicious, yeah. though. So I'm going to tell you real quick, and now I had mentioned uh, this to you before, and you weren't familiar with this. The song Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Yeah, no. Which I'm shocked at. Uh, maybe if I heard it. Brand, the sailors say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. No, still nothing. But my life, my love, and my lady is the sea. Wait, who is that, though? Looking Glass? We should keep it that way. Okay, okay, okay. Throw this bus into reverse. I feel like we haven't finished the job yet. Excuse me. Hey, you know what I say? If you're going to do it, make it count. I know. If you're going to take me out, take me Listen, out. Listen, I always say that all the time. If you hit me, you better kill me. Make it count. Yes. Make it count. I want to be on the floor. 10 minutes. No work tomorrow. Don't you worry. Keep drinking that drink. So, if anything, I'll tell you about Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. So, it's a song off the debut album from Looking Glass, which was in the number one spot for at least one week in 1972. Um, so the lyrics, again, as my rendition still gets across, uh, is the story of a barmaid in a coastal town uh, where all the sailors would, like, fall in love with her. You know, they describe that her life is uh, laying whiskey down all the time. Uh, but she's only interested in a man who is essentially not interested in her. A man who is says... Is that how it always goes? Always goes. She bears a locket from the south of Spain. Um... But he says, again, that uh, he's, his only love is the sea, so he can never actually be with her. So when the test pressing went around, specifically in D.C., to local, like, D.C. Uh, radio stations, one of the program directors had claimed that the, uh, the lines, like the telephone lines, had, uh, quote, like, lit up like a Christmas tree. And he had never seen a response from listeners like that to a song in his 15 years. We're talking, like, operator. Oh, yeah, games. yeah, exactly, you know. Washington, D.C., 65,000, you know, let me connect you. Please hold. Please hold. So it was number one in D.C. on the charts without the single being released for sale yet. Wow. And I think the most interesting thing about the song, and again, um, maybe we have an idea about, like, girls named Brandy. This song popularized the name immensely. In 1971, the name Brandy had ranked 353 amongst like newborn, uh, newborn names in 1971. The song came out in 1972, and it jumped up to 140th. By the end of 1973, Brandy was the 82nd most popular name given to girls in the United States. I love it. So, so do I. Very, very much so. Very, very much so. Influencing. These, these guys were essentially a one-hit wonder. Like, nothing else really seemed to come about from them at all. It's a great song. You, if you heard it, you would definitely, I probably I think, would know it. it. I, I think would. you would definitely know it. Yeah. But That's, yeah. Um, I don't know why I just got reminded of The Wonders. You know, like, uh, uh, that movie, That Thing You Do. You ever see that movie? Yeah. With, um, Tom Hanks. Is it Tom Hanks or is it Mel Gibson? I, I think it's Mel Gibson. No, Mel Gibson does What Women Want. That thing you do might be yes, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you never seen that? I don't, I don't know. Do you know that song, That Thing You Do? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. yes. So it's, a, oh, so it's yeah. a movie isn't about... That, isn't that Elvis Costello? No, I think it was The Kooks. Oh, The Kooks. The Kooks? No, I think it was The Kooks. Oh, uh, K-U-N-T-S. No, that's... Okay. K-O-O-N-T-Z, I believe... Sir, we are man. We're having we're I'm on one so today. Embarrassed. It's it's the is it the Coons? So sorry. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna fact check right now. I just spelled the cheeky word with a K and called it a day. All right. So in the movie, the <laughs> it's really funny. You've never seen it. So the name of the band is called the Wonders, as in O N E Ders. Oh, okay. okay. So whenever but they get announced at one point, and, and I can just keep hearing the guys say, The Oneaters. <laughs> I actually can't. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the coot. The, 
Yeah, I don't know. We're batting a thousand today. We're doing terrible. Let me tell you, the sidecar is really we're doing uh, terrible. Yeah, that's what it was. The sidecar. I. Uh, I think. Well, I, oh, actually, it was it was the wonders. Oh, all right. Um, but the, but it was spelled with a W. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was the coots or the coons. I yeah, I have no I, idea where that's cut from at came this point. From nowhere. I don't know. The you, knack is my Sharona, right? So it's not that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway. All right. Anyway, all right. We're going to get into some brandy facts. Lay it on me. All right. So I found this article. um, It's called 25 Facts You Probably Didn't Know About Brandy. And I love that. I'm not going to do all of them, but I'm going to do a good amount of them. I'm going to do the good ones. Love a good BuzzFeed article. So it actually wasn't. Oh, Um, all right. It was on this website called KMMSAM.com. It's actually AM1450 of Bozeman, Montana. Oh, all right. So this cool. article is from, awesome. uh, from 2015, February of 2015. Okay. So at the same time, during the same month, and the, uh, the dude or dudette, whoever wrote this article, because I, f- I couldn't find a name, so just so you know, uh, referenced another article that was put out at the same time called 25 Facts You Probably Didn't Know About Brandy. Same name. Okay. But about Brandy the Musician. Who I did a majority of my research on initially and was like, I'll make this an entire episode then about her. Oh, so yeah? I have to stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like she has a really uh, troubled and storied history that I, I don't know. Not about. troubled at no, all. No, not troubled at no, all. No, actually, it's in fucking credible. It like she's got. An I know amazing... she like she just fell in love with Mariah Carey, right? And then, oh, and then all of a sudden, Houston, like, Houston, she's, that's she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Oh, really? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ray J is her brother. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, so she's been in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, for years. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. This wasn't no fluke. No, not at all. In fact, she just got signed to Motown in June. You're kidding. Yep. Well, no, I'm not she's, kidding. She's still around. Absolutely. Wow, good for her. Yeah. Okay, so if you were paying attention in the first half of the episode, the name Brandy comes from the Dutch word Brandevein. Brandevein. Meaning burnt wine. Oh. That is what it means. Huh. Anything that will ferment can be distilled and turned into brandy. This includes grapes, apples, blackberries, sugarcane, honey, milk, rice, wheat, corn, potatoes, and rye. Oh, my God. If you notice, there are a lot of um, ingredients in there that are used to make other liquors, such as like potatoes are used to make vodka, and um, rice is used to make sake. Yeah. And so are corn is used for whiskey, and so is rye used for whiskey and bourbon. It, you just reminded me of blackberry brandy blackberry brandy yeah which, i've never had oh my god it's i probably love super tasty oh my god blackberry brandy for our birthday we got to go someplace where there's snow which is pretty much everywhere and just just to drink blackberry brandy blackberry brandy when it is 20 degrees below zero is the most yeah warm warming oh even though it really blows your body temperature oh yeah but that's all right who cares science fine brandies also referred to as cognacs, mm-hmm. um, are required to retain the concentrated flavor of the underlying fruit. Oh. So that, that's one of the only real um, distinctions, I guess, that brandy absolutely needs as long as it's a fine brandy. I appreciate that. Uh, I do as well. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fine brandy, most fine brandy makers double distill their brandy, uh, op- meaning that they concentrate the alcohol twice. You know, I didn't realize that's what it does. It concentrates the alcohol. I always yes. thought it was just to like turn it into alcohol no 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 no. it's a matter of concentration so i don't know if you mention it or if you have this in here so i apologize uh, apologize if you do but to be considered brandy it must maintain at least a 40 percent alcohol content oh is that the minimum yes oh i did not i did not see that but that makes sense because all of them for the most part are yes okay it takes about nine gallons of wine to make one gallon of brandy so not a not a very efficient conversion no not at all um, I kind of talked about this before, but fine brandies are usually blended from many different barrels over a number of vintages. So some cognacs can contain brandy from over a hundred barrels blended together to make one. Wow, that's wildly inefficient. Yeah, I, I actually didn't want to say this one, but I feel like I have to, and I'm going to um, fact check this and probably end up party fouling. But this fact says the origins of brandy can be traced back to the expanding Muslim Mediterranean states in the 7th and 8th centuries. So my Mm. research that I found, I didn't say it to you guys, but 
I didn't find anything until the 15th century. Well, so we're talking about half, you know. I remember you mentioning it at one point about the 15th uh, century. I would fact check it, and the only reason why is because I always thought, or I shouldn't say always thought, but I thought that I thought that the consumption of alcohol was against, like, at least Sharia law, I believe it is, but you know, I thought that it was always against, you, like... You bring up a good point. Typical, like, like Muslim Islam, belief. Yeah, yeah. practices. Yeah, you, you, you bring up a good point. I'm going to look into that. It um, could be one of those things that changed over time. I mean, you know, we were raised Catholic. You know, priests were married at one point, and they weren't. That's and then, you know, true. things come and go. So, like, who knows? So. That's true. Okay, huh. fair enough. We're going to look into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I promise I'm going to look into that. Uh, we talked about it before, but Armagnac oh, is yeah, the yeah. oldest type of brandy in France with documented references to distillation dating back to the early 15th century. Wow. So, like, pretty much right when they started to distill. Yeah. Um, I said this before. Italy has a long history of brandy production dating back to the 16th century. But unlike Spain and France, there are no specific brandy-producing regions. So, like, France has cognac. Oh. And Spain, there is Spanish um, brandy. Yeah. Uh, that is a, a variant of brandy. But uh, Italy's I, got nothing. I wonder if that's just because of the fact is that Italy was broken up into so many different kingdoms for so long. If it was a matter of, like, everybody had their own... That's Perhaps. possible. It does make, uh, you know, produces a substantial amount of grappa. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess it, yeah, like I've had grappa from everywhere. So in, this says both, both of the raw firewater variety and also of the more elegant artisanal efforts. Well, yeah, like, excuse me, if you think about it, like you've got Vesuvius, you've got Etna in Italy, so you've got a lot of volcanic True. earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Lots of limestone. Interesting. Um, and then just a couple more. In the United States, Applejack. Apple, yes. apple brandy. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, thought to be many as the first spirit produced in the British colonies. Oh, I would believe that. Yeah. Huh. Um, in the Uni uh, sorry. Some of the earliest thermometers, this is my favorite one, used in the 1600s, contained brandy instead of mercury. Really? And they swapped it out after they realized that if it gets too hot, brandy evaporates. Because, you know, of the alcohol. Oh. Huh. But yeah, they used to use brandy in... Uh, I like how they, they, they were like, no, 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 that's, that's evaporating. Let's take the shit that makes you crazy. Well, Let's it, put that in You there. know, they probably didn't know at the time, but uh, any, any liquid that's silver and... And coagulative? Beans. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't touch it. God. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Oh, you know what? One more. I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to, because you know what? Y'all deserve to know. For a time, Leland Stanford, yes. the founder of Stanford University, was the world's largest brandy producer. Really? In fact, he was. I assume this was the time, like, before his foray Stanford. into... Yeah, his, like, Stanford ordeal. Oh, I think but... Stanford was named after him. I don't think it was a matter of, like, him establishing... Oh. Stanford. Probably. Huh. That's interesting. Fascinating, in fact. You know what, man? The stuff you find out. Yeah, right? When you research about Brandy. I've got one last quick thing, if anything. Are you familiar? Throw it over. Yeah. Are you familiar with Brandy Station? I don't think so. I do wish I had another sidecar, though. I doubt so do I. So, Brandy Station is actually an unincorporated community in Culpeper County, Virginia. Which I love the name Culpepper for some reason. I don't know why. Great name. Great name. Uh, so the town was originally called Brandy, but it eventually became Brandy Station due to a, a local tavern having a Brandy like advertisement on the outside. So they just changed the name to Brandy Station. Yeah, that happens more than you realize, actually. It does. I actually, and it's funny. I said, "What a time!" But like, <laughs> I feel like you're you're a hundred percent right. Where it's like, well, that's where the Brandy, yep. the, the, the station with the Brandy sign. Super easy. More importantly, it was the location of the Battle of Brandy Station, which had taken place on June 9th of 1863. It was the largest predominantly cavalry battle during the Civil War, as well as the largest ever on American soil. I think those are my favorite battles. Right? Cavalry. Cavalry. Because it, it, it's not just like load up your gun and go shooting. Like It takes skill and it, it takes strategery. A whole lot of strategic. You're yeah. on horseback. Right. It's it's polo with guns. <laughs> that is the most insane <laughs> simile 
I've ever heard. It's polo with firearms. Is that a simile? No. Uh, yeah, or, or metaphor. With, no, metaphor. Simile needs to have like, like or as. as. Yeah. We're see, we're kind of smart on our own. We NJ know education. It. Damn it. So the battle, which victory seemed like it would uh, go back and forth for both sides. It was either going to be the Confederacy or the Union continually went back and forth. And the Confederacy had technically like a much more uh, well-trained and um, well, yeah, well-trained and well-manned cavalry. However, it ultimately marked the defeat of the Confederate cavalry because of the fact is that um, Union uh, forces had unleashed not one, but two surprise attacks on the cavalry and managed to like thwart them at the end of the day. Oh. And ultimately, um, there were some 20,500 men who had fought in this battle. Again, primarily cavalry. Um, Many of the losses being in the form of captures, including Rooney Lee, who was Robert E. Lee's son. He had been shot in the thigh and was like taken to like a field hospital and that field hospital was no longer able to be like protected and he was captured he was a union pow essentially what a terrible name first off oh i think rooney's actually not a bad name not a fan really sorry okay buddy. that's fine not even here to defend yourself no not um he was trust me he was on the wrong side to begin with that's fair he was on the losing that's, side that's fair yeah um, man, what can I get a year on that one more time of 18, the battle? 1863. 25,000 people on horseback. Uh, 20,000 people on yeah, horseback. About, yep, about 20,000 people. Yeah, predominantly on horseback. That must have been a sight to see. That, those are like, like yeah, I can't, yeah, n- neither can I, because like, like the space you would need to at least like have where those two armies could meet. Oh, yeah, you know, like you got to come from somewhere. And what's really interesting, and to your point, like, so this was actually one of the first battles of the Gettysburg campaign. And so what's interesting is that the cavalry is actually known for, like, um, being able to kind of thwart attacks. Like, a good cavalry essentially means, like, I can go out on patrol because I'm on horseback. I can see shit from other places and either put it down or report back. Report back, yeah. So the fact that this entire battle was almost entirely fought by folks on horseback. Yeah, that's intense. And let me tell you, folks, I don't know about you, but I don't think we all realize how fucking big a horse is. One horse, is a, it is a large yeah. animal, powerful yeah. animal. Oh, yeah. There were thousands of them. Not only that, but like the skilled, like I talked about before, that it takes to ride a horse and wield a gun uh, or a, gun, a sword. sword. Absolutely. Because you know there were swords. Because you know, how many times Taddy did you fire, like, How many times are you going to... Wait, no. one second, Hang please. Hang on, please. I've got to go ahead and feed Mitzi a muffin while I go ahead like, and, and refill my My, my musket. My like, musket. Jesus. Yeah. Six hours to put another bullet in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Horseback battles. Super fun, fun to watch on uh, in t- on TV. Yeah, like Game of Thrones. Not like to be a part of. I w- I no. feel like I would shit <laughs> my pants if I was oh, part a, of that. Get a hard pass on the uh, yeah. horseback battle. I don't. Need, I have never been on a horse. No, no, no. Oh yeah, I have. You've if, oh, ri- yeah. you've ridden a horse. Yes, I love horseback riding. I think it's great. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I trust the horse actually quite a bit. I don't know. It's a weird thing for just me to even one say. horse or like all horses. You trust all horses. I trust a lot of animals. I trust a lot more animals than I trust human beings. Well, yeah, I w- uh, yeah, I live by that. Yeah, I, I, that's why, like, you know, that's at least why an animal's gonna tell you if it's gonna bite your hand. Exactly, yeah. they'll show those signs. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's why like, I don't have sympathy for anybody that ever gets like attacked by something. I'm like, the writing is on you, the wall. You probably deserved it. Exactly. That's like, and we're, we're we'll end after this, I promise, because now we're just going on a tangent. One of the one of the most frustrating videos I can see on the internet. Man, you just like triggered me so hard. One of the most frustrating videos is when a child is like oh, God. 
pulling on a dog's tail oh, yes. or like stepping on a like an infant it could be an infant and uh, no no discrimination here no because like, I'm, I'm yelling at the parent lease your kid yeah t- tell your kid to stop because that's when like people are surprised that mm-hmm. like oh shadow bit billy like yeah he did yeah. because billy pulled his tail 15 times and shadow barked at him th- 14 times and on the 15th time he got bit yeah so, do you yell at the stove if it's hot and billy touches the stove no <laughs> I, I would yeah, you stupid stove. You burned my child. But yeah. Damn, Damn it. it. That's where we're ending. If you have See any ya. questions, okay. comments, concerns, critiques, shoot us an email at beersonpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, bite pew, you, pew. dumb tongue. Um, make sure you... Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah, we forgot we to an uh, announce. Yeah, we forgot to announce. So we, um, Nick and I have done some talking. We're going to switch up our format a little bit. Uh, good on you for bringing it up because I forgot. So we're going to go to, um, not that you guys care where it matters, because so we're going to do it anyway. We're going to go for one long form, one long episode a week. Like and, we've had uh, today. We're going we're gonna to rapid fire you guys with some quick hitting beer only reviews. Yeah, we're going to be calling those micro brews. So Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Make, oh, I don't know if we chatted about that, but I. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. It's better than so it's better sorry. than what I was coming up I with. I had thought about it a while ago. I was like, "Oh, if they're shorter, we'll call a micro I, I was like lightning something, lightning round. <laughs> Make sure you keep an eye out for those in your feed. I'm like, so like, sorry. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. That was loud. <laughs> oh Christ! That's pretty good, micro brews. Yeah, that's what I had thought about. I like that. Oh God. <laughs>